节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. The U.S. government approves Taiwan's request to recertify the island's Patriot missile systems. Taiwan records two new cases of COVID-19 on Friday, bringing the total number of cases it has recorded so far up to 451. And the White House National Security Council tweets its support of strengthened informal ties between Taiwan and Somaliland. But first, today's top story. The U.S. government on Thursday approved Taiwan's request to recertify the island's Patriot missile systems. The package includes the sale of spare parts and thorough testing of Taiwan's Patriot Advanced Capability 3, or PAC-3, missiles. The program aims to extend the weapon's service life. Taiwan's government thanked the U.S. on Friday morning for its assistance. The presidential office says that the U.S. is upholding its commitment to Taiwan by elevating its defense capabilities. It also says that by recertifying the missiles, the U.S. is showing dedication to maintaining regional peace and stability. The presidential office also says that China has been exerting military pressure on Taiwan over the past few months. It says that maintaining defensive capabilities is pivotal during this time. According to the foreign ministry, the recertification program is expected to cost 620 million U.S. dollars. This will be the seventh arms sale the U.S. has made to Taiwan since U.S. President Donald Trump took office. Taiwan recorded two new cases of COVID-19 on Friday, bringing the total number of cases it has recorded so far up to 451. Both of the new cases are imported. One of the new patients returned to Taiwan from the U.S. on Sunday. She did not exhibit any COVID-19 symptoms at the time, but began to feel fatigue and muscle aches two days later while in home quarantine. She was tested for COVID-19 on Wednesday. The test returned a positive result on Friday. The other new patient had developed a fever on July 2nd while in Oman. He took medication to bring down his fever, but did not seek medical attention. He told airport health authorities about his recent symptoms upon arriving in Taiwan on Wednesday. He was tested for COVID-19. This test also came back positive on Friday. The White House National Security Council has tweeted its support of strengthened informal ties between Taiwan and Somaliland. On July 1st, Taiwan and Somaliland announced plans to exchange representative offices. The White House National Security Council tweeted, quote, Great to see Taiwan stepping up its engagement in East Africa in a time of such tremendous need. End quote. The tweet went on to say, quote, Taiwan is a great partner in health, education, technical assistance, and more. End quote. Somaliland is a self-declared state in the Horn of Africa region. Its 1991 Declaration of Independence from Somalia is not internationally recognized. However, it maintains informal diplomatic contacts with a range of countries through a network of representative offices. Both Taiwan and Somaliland have already appointed envoys. However, Taiwan said plans to establish an office in Somaliland are currently on hold until the COVID-19 pandemic subsides and flights resume. 
people arriving in the UK from Taiwan no longer need to self-quarantine for 14 days. The governments of Wales and Northern Ireland lifted self-quarantine measures for people entering their territory from Taiwan starting Friday. Both the English and Scottish governments had already removed such restrictions, meaning the entirety of the UK no longer requires travelers from Taiwan to quarantine. Taiwan's foreign ministry thanked the UK for these decisions. It says that they are a testament to the success of Taiwan's efforts to prevent COVID-19. The foreign ministry says that it will continue to work with the UK on strengthening ties. President Tsai Ing-wen announced on Friday that members of the National Airborne Service Corps will receive a pay raise. The goal of the raise is to help the Corps to retain staff. Beginning in July, pilots working for the Corps will receive an additional 40,000 NT dollars, or 1,356 U.S. dollars, a month. Meanwhile, other Corps members will see a bump in their hourly wage. President Tsai says that the National Airborne Service Corps is dispatched to the roughest terrain in the most difficult weather conditions. She said Corps members face immense danger and risk their lives to rescue people in peril. Tsai thanked the Corps for its service. The National Airborne Service Corps was established 16 years ago. It is Taiwan's primary search and rescue service and has conducted over 7,100 rescue missions in response to various natural disasters. The French government has conferred its National Order of Merit on Taiwanese human rights lawyer and former lawmaker Yomei Nu. On Thursday, the head of the French office in Taipei, Jean-François Casabon-Mazonave, presided over a ceremony granting Yo the order on behalf of French President Emmanuel Macron. Yo received the honor in recognition of her advocacy for women's rights and LGBT rights over the past decades. Yo backed the abolition of the death penalty in Taiwan and has been a staunch supporter of same-sex marriage in the country. During the ceremony, Yo praised France as a world leader in advocating for human rights and gender equality. COVID-19 may have left international travel out of reach, but Taiwanese people are still in the mood to travel. The result has been a surge of interest in domestic attractions. The Forestry Bureau has teamed up with travel agencies to harness some of this pent-up wanderlust and direct it towards Taiwan's national forest recreation areas. Taiwan may be small, but it is bursting with natural beauty. And with Taiwan's borders still largely shut due to COVID-19, would-be Taiwanese travelers stuck at home are turning to this beauty to get their fix. A sudden enthusiasm for domestic travel is a great help both to Taiwan's travel agencies and to Taiwan's forestry bureau. Several big-name travel agents are teaming up with the bureau to draw attention to Taiwan's 18 national forest recreation areas. Through a series of day-trip tours that include the cost of tour bus transport, entry tickets, and insurance, the travel agencies and the Bureau hope that people will come to appreciate Taiwan's forested areas. There is a great variety on offer. So far, there are 20 different kinds of tours that follow 11 different routes. If lunch is included, the cost per person begins at around 30 U.S. dollars, a reasonable price for a whole day out surrounded by nature. John Van Trieste, RTI News. The first travel fair to be held in Taiwan since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic will kick off in Taipei on July 17th. Travel agencies will be promoting domestic travel with a twist, trips that keep travelers in Taiwan but make them feel like they've gone abroad. Want to go camping on a deserted island? How about going on a cruise? 
Both are still possible in Taiwan despite the COVID-19 pandemic. Taiwan's first travel fair since the pandemic began will only be promoting domestic travel, but that doesn't mean that your camping trip or cruise can't feel like an overseas adventure. For instance, domestic cruises may not leave Taiwan's waters, but with amenities that reach international standards, you might be hard-pressed to tell. Then there are the cruise destinations, outlying islands like the Penghu, Kinmen, and Mazu Islands. The landscape and way of life are different enough to make visitors feel as though they should have brought a passport with them. The advantage of these cruises: the cost, 197 U.S. dollars for a four-day, three-night trip. If cruises in crowds aren't your thing, you can always go the Robinson Crusoe route and cast yourself away for a camping adventure on a deserted island in Penghu. And if it's natural wonder you're looking for, well, Taiwan's got you covered there too. Kinmen Island is home to a hotspot said to look like a postcard from Morocco. Shirley Lin, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.